Hi, I'm Caroline. And I'm Megan. And this is The Songwriter Diaries. On today's episode of the podcasty, <laughs> according to our guest, is Becky Hostetler. Hello. How's your day going so far? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Becky was just telling us all about a kombucha tragedy that she had in her car right before rough. she came up well, here. It was in my apartment. I dropped like the whole grocery bag. So like the kombucha got on everything and there like it was a whole sprouts bogo sale (laughs) where i got all this nice stuff (laughs) and And it's drug and i was like oh it was just one of those moments where i drop it and like it just oozes out and i'm just like uh oh no my popcorn <laughs> i like everything i luckily like i had two bags it wasn't like everything but oh, <laughs> oh no oh, God. it was rough That's it was rough it was like it's kind of like uh, sometimes i picture myself like toddler style falling mm-hmm. like you know the moment before like when you wait for a toddler if if the toddler feels okay like if they're gonna scream yep. or if yep. they're like okay everything's fine sometimes i feel that way like <laughs> oh my god what am yeah. i gonna do <laughs> that, honestly i don't think i've ever heard a better metaphor for how i feel just about going through life right it's like i am consistently a toddler that just got hit on the head or something like, yeah it just fell on yeah. my knees or something oh my god yeah that's so relatable <laughs> i'm like i feel a little shook right now <laughs> toddlers well why don't we start off um by you telling us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are in your songwriting right your songwriting career oh sure um (laughs) i so for me i was never planning on being like a songwriter who tells people about it like i I, it's not my background at all professionally Mm. so like i i did start writing songs at like 13 14 and like um use that for journaling for like um processing emotions that was always the purpose on occasion i like show a friend or like my parents like a song and um but it never really got beyond that like i think like in college i went to like an open mic at some point (laughs) but it's like these songs are really private for me so i actually like I went to school for other things. I love language. So the one thing where I'm like, I have a totally other life. I feel like the one thing that kind of keeps it all together is language. I love foreign language too. Mm -hmm. So I like studied abroad in Japan. I work for the Asian Pacific Development Center now. It's like that, like I want to, like my other passion is like immigrant entrepreneurship, like serving refugees and immigrants. Mm -hmm. So um, that's like a whole nother thing. I came here for my master's. I came to, I moved to Denver. I'm from California. I moved to Denver from, for my master's in um, like political science so oh wow totally different That's really cool. <laughs> yeah so yeah 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 so i like um thought i wanted to work for the government i like part of like what i want my identity to be is a, like an, a literal public servant and um so i was like well i could go into public service that's mm-hmm. actually what that is like right and i just like it really wasn't my place i was really unhappy and i had a friend at that job who gave me the best advice which was find something outside of work 
that's um, fulfilling to you because I just didn't feel fulfilled by my job at the time. And so I was like, well, can I cuss on this show? Oh. <laughs> on this podcast? Fuck. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, then I was like, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do a bunch of open mics. Nice. And so I just did. And then doors just kept opening. I met people and made friends and like, yay. yeah. So right now I'm just like following, like now it's like something I tell people and it's like part of my identity to be a musician, which is really strange to me. I did not go to school for it. Like I didn't like, it's very like homemade for me. It's very much like the purpose is, um, journaling, not mm -hmm. like necessarily to share. It's, it's like, transitioning now that i share my songs in like more to in i guess in public like and I, it's part of the thing i do now but like yeah i it's it, i'm pretty new in like identifying myself like publicly as a songwriter <laughs> I yeah <love> that. That's <laughs> it's awesome. cool yeah it's <laughs> it's weird <laughs> i, I feel answer. weird <laughs> it's weird yeah <laughs> yeah so you said you started writing songs around 13 or 14 years uh -huh, old uh -huh. do you remember the first song you ever wrote oh gosh no i do not <laughs> i'm just gonna say because i like because like the purpose of my songs is um to journal i let a lot of songs go i like there's some early songs that i sort of remember and that i wish i remembered more yeah. but and like i think there's even a song i have now that has a piece of a song i wrote years and years ago that i kind of um repurposed mm. um in a newer song but um yeah i just i just don't like i mm -hmm. like the per it like goes back to the purpose of it for me which is like to process an, a situation or like maybe something going on inside myself like i ha like i'm only in my personal therapy process mm -hmm. i'm starting to understand it now that like it like i am used to throwing songs away so that's really interesting yeah do you still see yourself doing that now like, do you throw oh, a lot of songs away or do you workshop mm -hmm. them and get them to a point where you appreciate them and want to, like, play them out? There are a few songs that I throw away, for sure. Yeah. Like, that were just suited for, like, a particular situation that, like, mm. um, I felt the need to understand better or um, I needed to process in that way. Mm -hmm. um, that And then, like, just months later, I'm just like gosh do i have to play that song yeah. <laughs> like i i just and that's why like for me on the other hand like this idea of recording and performing mm -hmm. the same songs over and over again for years is a bit um daunting yeah yeah because it's not my natural process that's so interesting yeah. mm -hmm. because i'm the type of like the type of person that will workshop a song until i like it right like i don't really throw songs away yeah i'll like keep the parts of it and I'll like rearrange them or whatever, cool. but I don't throw them away. And I think that's a really interesting way to look at it because some songs I write like are just for me and for processing things. Totally. So like, why do I feel the need to workshop them and put them out there? Yeah. But I do. Right. <laughs> I mean, everyone's different. That's fair. I think that's cool. Like for me, um, I think it's better to feel that way about them because I think part of me throwing some of those songs away and not that, well, yeah, throwing them away is 
that I didn't value my songs for a mm-hmm. long time. Like for a long time, I didn't really think of them as real songs. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I just have a different idea and I'm only now learning that like, like, Oh, these like are real songs <laughs> and like they deserve to have more attention or like there are a couple of songs like that where like I was v- like just more recently in my songwriting process, I've um, valued a lot more and I've been like, okay, I'm intentionally working on this because this is going to be part of a project, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's interesting. That's yeah. really cool. We haven't had a songwriter on the podcast like you, and that's <laughs> fabulous. It, we want all perspectives, and that's really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Personally, like when I was younger, I used to throw songs away all the time. Right. I still do it a lot. Yeah. Just because I feel the same way. Like songwriting is really all about, for me, emotional mm-hmm. and getting that out right. in that moment. And mm-hmm. so, if I don't finish a song all the way through, I most likely will throw it away right which is interesting i should yeah. stop doing that should you i, I mean know. why why right. you know you it's okay yeah right you don't yeah. have to keep everything yeah you know and not everything's a piece of gold <laughs> that's valid why, like, why work so hard on something that just doesn't feel great you know you know trust your gut or whatever <laughs> we started this as an interview and now i feel like you're my therapist <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going wow. through a lot of therapy and I'm learning a lot. Isn't this great? I share it. I'm like, yes. It's great. I'm speaking to my soul right now. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> um, so we kind of talked a little bit about your process, but what, you know, what is your current songwriting process looking mm-hmm. like? Yeah. <laughs> um, if it's structured at all. <laughs> I know. That's what's hard is like right. structuring it. Like right now I'm not writing as much and, um, I tell this too many to too many people maybe, but I'm actually <laughs> going through like a PTSD therapy called EMDR. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 My sister-in-law's so, a therapist and she's trained in that. Yes. That's awesome. Um, it's really cool. It's really intense. It is. Um, so like, I think I go in waves generally, but like when I first started the process in September, I wrote like four songs in a month because I was like, I'm going to throw up all these emotions. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you need to understand all this oh my Process, god i need yeah. to write about it like so but now like i'm in a different place with it and i'm like i really want to write and i i like i have a block and i i think i'm just not ready to like put it on paper like i don't mm. even want to write words down mm. yet mm-hmm. i like have like lines pop in my head and i'm like like i don't think i'm ready yet Mm -hmm. but like at this point like but generally that's to say like a lot of it is so emotion based like you like Mm -hmm. like that it for me it's almost like on a whim so -hmm. sometimes it's hard to catch it sometimes i can sit down and be really like okay i'm gonna write about this like i talk about the emdr thing because i was like i felt well after one particular session i felt horrible until Mm. i like a couple days later wrote uh, this uh, this song about it and was like oh that's what i needed to say this is what i'm processing Mm. i actually something interesting my therapist said I sound like a crazy person. No, I love this. Therapist. I love my therapist. <laughs> I um, also have a therapist, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, was like she was like she realized something about me, which was like I she was like, Oh, 
you don't always understand a situation completely until you write a song about it because I've depended so much on writing songs in certain ways to like mm. yeah to do that it's literally my journaling process so um that's kind of more what happens it's like okay I need to write about this and it could be at a journaling level or it could be at a like a just writing shit on a page that doesn't make sense <laughs> or it could be at that song level I'm gonna intentionally write about this mm. but like I don't know like more it, it comes out the easiest when I'm able to do words and like I'll come up with like a chord progression and then like kind of come up with the words at the same time I have also written songs where I already had written the words and I'm like okay cool this is pretty cohesive mm. but um I, I don't know it just comes out the best when it's all at once and that's like sometimes that just re it's like a lot of emotional energy right so right, yeah I don't know right now it's a bit like <laughs> um like I dependent on something that can be very um sporadic mm. so I'm still developing like a maybe a I don't know healthier or consistent songwriting process yeah so. i like that healthy and consistent sure that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <that's> nice <laughs> ideally yeah we very much so value like mental health on this podcast and yeah. tend to talk about it a lot so we're so happy that you're here <laughs> thank you <laughs> so you were talking about a little bit of like the emotional writer's block that you're going through right now right do you have any strategies for getting over that or even like writer's block that isn't caused by like emotions or is that the only time you really experience writer's block mm -hmm. just like talking about that a little bit um i think for me an element of it is a confidence in my voice mm. um there were a couple years like where i didn't really write at all um <laughs> And I was like, I laughed because I got to a weird point of trying so hard to write that I wrote a rap. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, Ugh, I'm going to write a rap. I can't even write a song, but you know what? This is what's coming out. I'm, Can you perform a song? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but I appreciate the question. Willingness to listen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... This, so I think part of it is a confidence in my voice that keeps sometimes, sometimes mm -hmm. like if it's a longer period, like it, it's that, like, that's what my experience was like mid twenties. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was just in like a really weird place and didn't have like the best influences around me and like okay so part of it i think was being in grad school too mm -hmm. like beginning grad yeah. school grad school's no joke yeah. i mean it was wasn't for me i just like it's a lot of work so mm -hmm. i just in as a different stresses and different focuses and not yeah. really believing in like the power of songwriting to get me through it <laughs> i don't know it's just like not being in that place and so be the whole idea of it being sporadic i i don't know um how to get through a block for me right now i'm kind of just waiting to be ready to write things down mm -hmm. like being okay with that moment of like almost thoughts the kind of stream of consciousness mm -hmm. of like things not quite forming because that's where i'm at right now i yeah. think maybe like 
maybe I don't like the idea of a of a block because mm, you could just yeah. not be ready to write and you don't have to write all the time because yeah mm. it's a lot of energy right i mean i don't right like yeah. i don't know no, I yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah yeah for sure so mm -hmm. it could be just uh, really stressful to force it um especially if um it's a very emotional process yeah so, yeah that's so interesting mm -hmm. because i mean I don't know about Megan, but I know in a lot of my classes, it like the value is consistency mm -hmm. and like having a consistent writing schedule mm -hmm. and having songs that you come up with like mm -hmm. once a week or like twice a week or whatever. Right. And especially in just the industry in general, it's like you got to pump out a song a day and yeah. like send it off. And yeah. like some of them are going to be bad and good. But if you don't feel like writing, it's hard to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not my, oh man, I just, it's so new for me to write mm -hmm. songs for an industry, to write yeah. songs for something more like a business. So I'm like, I'm going to sit in this. I mean, for me, I've written songs past to like, I've started ideating a second EP, re-recording a first one. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm like more or less solid. I don't want to. I don't necessarily feel like I need to write for the purpose of producing mm -hmm. a product at this moment. But yeah. like, um, I don't like being consistent. I mean, maybe it's a matter of developing a habit, mm -hmm. you know, or being okay with having songs that you don't need to keep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, um, I think I, I just wrote a song recently trying to write a love song cause I, I don't really write those um, because that's not usually what I'm processing. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm just like, mm, I'm probably not going to keep this when I don't feel great about it, but I needed to write it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe I will keep it. I haven't decided yet, but like, it's just like, I don't know, being okay with that. And maybe like using a time for a block to like work on other things. Like, that's really smart yeah, yeah like go like that's when you would workshop your other songs right i don't mm -hmm. know that's like what i do like right now part of the block two is recording and working on a music video and like yes. yeah like and ideating like the rest of like this whole like brand that i'm developing because i feel like that's essential and often neglected by a lot of amazing songwriters so um and that's part of the fun like for me when i have a block honestly i just made <laughs> new merch <laughs> yes. i just make my merch and i go okay maybe i'll go to the art store and get a block print and try block printing something weird yeah <laughs> because i went to the clifford still museum and saw his wood block print and i was like I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so with dabbling in other arts, you know, I'm not a great visual artist, but mm -hmm. why, you know, yeah. it's still processing, but yeah. in a different way. Yeah. 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 So fun. <laughs> yes. And I have one of the Bell Haas t-shirts that you embroidered yourself. And it's one of my faves in Thank my closet. You. That's your shirt. That's my I shirt. I saw it. And I was like, I want that. Oh and my you're God. like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, she made it. So it's one of a kind. And I, there's no way I you're going to get any things. like this. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was unemployed for two months. So I learned how to embroider. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. psychotic. Oh. I know. Oh, I love Yikes. that. I also embroider. It's very fun. That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Have I, I made those on my wall. 
Oh, I love those. <laughs> They're a little cliche, but I like them too. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Do um, you, man. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about, you know, the belief that there shouldn't be a block and you can just focus on other things do you use prompts at all when you write like free writing prompts things like that and if you do do you have any suggestions um i think one time i used a prompt that was like part of like a songwriting like group of friends um recently oh fun moderately like in the last year and it actually worked out Mm -hmm. um i don't oh i don't I don't, I'm not that intentional mm. with songwriting on occasional, like if I connect with a prompt or go, for me, the prompt is usually, this is stressing me out. <laughs> and so I need to do something about that. I can't just keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, write a song about kombucha. I and know. The oh smell. God, and I need it. <laughs> I would listen to that on repeat for the rest of my life. Metaphorical. (laughs) You won't even know it's about kombucha. It'll be like, and I'll be like, it won't sound as dumb as (laughs) the actual idea is. Oh, I relate to that. Yeah. Like, I promise him it's going to be an amazing song about kombucha. (laughs) It'll be like, life is spilling over. (laughs) Like, I don't know, some bullshit. Because kombucha is life. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, though. (laughs) For a healthy digestive system. I know. I just hadn't had it in so long. We're two peas in a pot. (laughs) I really really wish you could just see her face right now because it looked so sad but so like <laughs> probiotics probiotics i know i grew up my mom was always like blueberries antioxidants i'm my mom basically i love and everyone that. i don't know. honestly yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so true so you have been playing a lot of live shows and gigs yes <laughs> i guess so <laughs> you're like oh yeah i'm doing that yeah i'm like oh i just like i'm like okay i booked this thing and now i have to get there <laughs> okay <laughs> i have to go out in public it's like, in oh. my schedule like okay <laughs> yeah i'm just like wobbling through life like okay <laughs> i think we would all die without our calendars oh, like i geez, really no just kidding. don't think i would ever show up to anything yeah no i would just be in my bed yep (laughs) (laughs) it's like tempting to do right now (laughs) how do you prepare for those live shows both yeah like emotionally Uh and like technologically and all that jazz yeah yeah um sure uh i always feel better if i do a run through the day before the day of Mm -hmm. if i have time um I like if it's a band show, then yeah, I deal with the, with the band within the week before. Um, but by myself, usually, yeah. If I run through basically my set, then I just feel better. I feel like I play better. Mm-hmm. Um, emotionally, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, well, it's coming. <laughs> uh, I, go. like, I haven't. It's not something I've like actively thought about. So that's like a really good question. Mm. Um, I do like some of the time I haven't like, I think when I was really starting to perform, honestly, just like a year to year and a half ago and like in the months after that, like, 
I was a little more like habitual about like <laughs> yelling along to some music <laughs> like um pine grove was first and then waxahachie oh <laughs> yeah pine grove. yeah and waxahachie yeah. yeah so good so, so good. um both like really like get getting me in like i guess the spirit of it or um also i don't know to warm up i I'm not musically trained, so I'm like, <laughs> this will warm my voice up. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the facial expressions. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you do. I know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we're all faking it. Yeah, honestly. yeah, we're all it. yeah. Ooh, I know. I so besides that, like. It's a matter of getting my, making sure my stuff's in the right place and getting it together. And I don't know, just like showing up at the right time. Usually mm. I am filled with, I'm trying to figure out this thing where I'm, I'm filled with like total nerves and dread before every show. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, and like a lot of doubt. And I'm trying to figure out how to like crash that a little bit. Mm. Um, because it's like, uh, once I get to the venue, I feel fine. <laughs> yep. But it's like the afternoon before where I'm like, why did I, why am I doing this? <laughs> oh. Why, what is, why, why did I choose to do this? I don't picture myself doing this, but here I am. <laughs> <laughs> here I am. So I, I actually, I don't really have habits. I'm, I'm not like eating my, you know, cliff bar. <laughs> For your protein. Drinking your kombucha. Yeah, drink, well, I know. Well, my kombucha's all spilled, so I can't do it now. Oh. Even. Ah. I, as if, you know, as if well, I wasn't doing it before, but now there's no hope. I'm yeah. starting. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, that's a, it's a, I don't know. A lot of that is like, okay, I just have to make sure I'm there. And then, yeah. And then just, yeah, I, I don't know, practicing a bit beforehand. and Yeah. 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 I get that too, though. Like, once I get to the venue, I'm mm -hmm. fine. But the day before, like the Oof. day of, mm -hmm. it's just so much anxiety. Yeah. And it's and, and you know you've been doing it for a while, and you're thinking like I right. like I'm not you know. Uh huh. People come and they listen and they say they enjoy it, so it's not like right. You know, but it's just there. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. I honestly think like as much as I'm like, oh, it's annoying. I'm trying to figure out like the idea of the dread of it. I don't want to be doubting myself so much mm. beforehand, but I do think it's good to have the nerves. I because, agree. Yeah. Like I think those should stay mm -hmm. as long as possible. I think it should be nerve wracking to share something so personal. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it creates more of a genuine like connection with people when I share my songs with them yeah. if I'm like nervous um I yeah I want to be pretty like honest with my performance so I'm not gonna like overanalyze it or like <laughs> one thing I thought about was like planning my banter a little more but Mm. I, I mean then it's like then i don't want it to be like so staged scripted yeah. yeah like you know i just th people it's not what i connect to mm -hmm. so i i see through that shit i don't want to hear it yeah. you know yeah. i want to hear people being like 
oh, isn't this weird? Oh, I think we're going to bake brownies this week. Literally, I went to a cat power show 10 years ago, and li- she was. it was like a little before Christmas, and she was like, yeah, I'm so excited to bake brownies for Christmas. And I was like, that's weird. But now I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like planning that kind of stuff. I mean, I've been tempted to plan that out more just because I'm like usually really nervous talking to a lot mm. of people. But it also, I feel like, makes you more genuine when yeah. you're nervous in those, like, talks right. or when it seems very unplanned. Like, I feel like there's a difference between, like, unprepared and, like, unscripted. Does that make sense? Yeah. And just, like, realizing that, like, uh, this is just a natural, like, interaction that I'm having with you. Right. You know? Because I honestly, like, this is going to sound very, like, full of myself and, like, a Perfect. lie. But I don't really get <laughs> nervous anymore. Like, I've just been performing for a really long time. And yeah. so I don't really get nervous to, like, perform. And I'm also yeah. just, like, I'm very, like, hidden with my emotions in my everyday life. So, like, mm-hmm. that's, like, my <laughs> mega nods. <laughs> so, like, I, that's, like, my one is, like, outlet to, like, get those out. So it's actually, like, relieving to me to, like, have those performances. Totally. But I get nervous to talk. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I'm nervous for. Not, like, the performing or the sharing emotions and, like, the playing and all, the, like, the technological and logistical things about it. Right. But just, like, having to speak to people. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, hi. I have right. nothing cool to say. <laughs> right. Like, what do you say? <laughs> so I, like, that's why Megan talks a lot during her, um, like, introductions you have of songs. such beautiful things to say about your songs. <laughs> I love Thank that. You. I always feel like I'm a little ham sometimes when I'm on stage and talking. That's wonderful. I'm just like, Let's play the song, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> she talks <laughs> self. She talks for a really long time. <laughs> Wait, where was the yeah. one gig where I was? I looked at you from the audience and was like, no. <laughs> I, I was like, you have been talking for like four minutes and the song's three minutes. <laughs> like I. <laughs> that was either Stem Ciders. Oh, that's always tempting. Or like the three-year anniversary show. Mm-hmm. Or. Uh, I think it was that one, or it was the SSE performance oh, last both. fall. Yeah. It was probably both. <laughs> but but I am the exact opposite. I'm just like, oh, thank you so much, thank you so much. Here's the next song. <laughs> like I just, I know there's no transition. Right. That's exactly like how I'm like I I my name is Becky and I'm gonna play for some songs for you now. <laughs> like what else is happening i don't know i mean like i'm hoping i can get beyond that and like say things about like songs or life or whatever (laughs) but (laughs) but also like if i get too much on that then i start to get all like weird and and the other side of it is like um there's one side where it's like stories or like something cool to say about your songs or what you're experiencing Mm -hmm. but then there's like i've also noticed when artists will take too much time um starting to get a little preachy and i'm like oh mm-hmm. i don't want to yeah. like so that yeah i guess like in the end like that's the hardest part to like unplan plan for is banter right. like is uh, the stuff in between because yeah we all like practice our songs yeah like yeah. those like yeah i'm nervous about playing my songs definitely i'm nervous about the whole thing but like <laughs> just nervous but i'm just nervous to walk down the street yeah, yeah. i mean I yeah. just i'm like kind of a nervous person <laughs> <laughs> but, but like but like the songs i have down i practice those yeah. but yeah the banter is yeah. hard yeah. yeah 
I don't know how to plan that. I think also, sorry, we're still on this, but this yeah. is just an interesting topic. I yeah. think when I was younger in high school yeah. and performing out, I would stand in front of my full-length mirror with my guitar and I would practice the banter between songs while tuning. Wow. <laughs> and, bec- and I don't know why I did that because I was self-conscious. I don't know. <laughs> Probably that. That's awesome. And I would just like sing the song and then be like, <laughs> to myself in the mirror. <laughs> My mom would call up to be like, who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm my, practicing my mom. admiring fans. <sighs> yeah, shush. <laughs> like, totally. Anywho. That's wonderful. Oh, well, that's, what, that's probably why you're so good at it. That's the thing. That's what Maybe. it takes as practice. <laughs> yeah. I've thought about practicing, but, like, I'm just, like, like being too self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, thinking, oh, I don't want to overanalyze it. Right. Well then, yeah. So, but I don't then know. you do anyway. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It just depends on when it happens. Yeah, I'm like overanalyzing on stage or overanalyzing after. after. Well, after I like blackout. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my god! I don't even know what happened. <laughs> yeah, like, was I good? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, people come up to me and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, right." Like, I already played. What happened? Like, yeah, people come up to me. They're like, "Great set," and I'm like. I don't. Were you there? <laughs> Wait, I don't know if I, I was there. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Basically, oh. I know. Oh my God! If anyone goes up to me, I've this has started to happen, and this is scary. <laughs> People will come up to me somewhere else, and they'll be like, "Hey, I saw you play at blah blah blah. Remember me?" And I'll be like, "No, <laughs> no, I was filled with lots of adrenaline." <laughs> basically a natural drug of sorts <laughs> i don't know like oh, that's so there's no way like i'm so sorry <laughs> it's not you it's me <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god oh, that's just like the motto of yeah. <laughs> it's not you it's, it's, <laughs> it's i'm a freak yeah, just, just so you know you probably don't want to talk to me ever again. Yeah. thank you like, yes yeah that's like oh my gosh i didn't even realize that's how people felt because i do the same thing and be like oh my god you were amazing you did such a good job that song was so meaningful and they'll just be like nodding their head with a blank <laughs> stare and now i'm the one doing that and i'm like Uh. (laughs) yeah people are like oh they're just rude yeah like yeah they're they're so rude right like yeah no 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 it's like have you ever been on the roller coaster of sharing all your like like most private emotions with a lot of strangers yeah i don't think so (laughs) oh my god that's a mood (laughs) yeah the blackout after shows though that's a real thing yeah thank god like i thank you for that (laughs) validation yeah literally people will ask me so how do you think your show went i'm like uh i think it went well yeah i'm like i mean i'm fine i'm home now so (laughs) (laughs) i'm still alive (laughs) number one Uh, yeah (laughs) well where do you see yourself in five years this is the big question of the time (laughs) oh man i know that's (laughs) i know that one was a funny one to me because i'm used to answering that in like job interviews oh yeah like in a very like different way so right now i'm in a fun limbo that i'm enjoying very much so i work front desk at asian pacific development center and i'm also trying out this musician thing it's like feels like an experiment to me you know so like i i'm thinking like i could go either way and 
and be like, okay, maybe music is more of a side thing, honestly. And, and I could move up in this organization because I, mm-hmm. it's my other passion. I, I love the peep, the clients. I love the people I work with, you know, and that's honestly a lot of what matters. Um, so I'm still, there's a part of me that, um, is not really someone who's letting go of the idea of an office job, uh, um, because that's just something I always thought I'd be doing. Um, so I could be doing that. Or, like, I'm honestly exploring o- the doors that are opening in music. And I could just mm-hmm. have this job be, like, I went into it, like, okay, I'm going to do just, like, front desk support staff role. Like, something I can do, like, pretty well. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, it's a different role than I've had. So it's definitely, like, required some training. But, like, um you know, just have it be something where I'm like, okay, this is me during the day, but really I'm a musician the rest of the time and I'm going to see how far that goes. So right now, I guess I'm in the seeing how far it goes area either way and most more with music because mm-hmm. I want to see what happens when I release an EP and all this stuff. I mean, five e- what? It's like good things. Yes. Yeah. Super fun things. Um, and I like, I don't know, I'm not really ready to s- think five years ahead. Mm-hmm. For me, I, I mean, in terms of music, um, I do want to focus nationally. Like, I'm thinking more in terms of, like, the next year. Mm-hmm. So, like, releasing a, an EP, a music video, touring, like, because I have friends. I'm from California, so I have friends, mm-hmm. you know, around the West Coast. So, like, um interesting how it goes because I feel like if I create expectations I've never created expectations in music so it's scary for me to do that and so I don't want to overwhelm myself with like oh maybe I want to play Red Rocks in five years or like do this in five years honestly my end goal ideally if music were to be something that's consistently fulfilling for me Mm -hmm. is to just make enough to do less of another job (laughs) (laughs) to not work Mm -hmm. like all the time (laughs) and ideally get you know yeah get paid a little more to to do it and like you know i don't know (laughs) be able to devote more energy to it you know and not be divided all the time and like oh so totally overwhelmed so i guess that's i don't i don't really know where i see myself in five years like in a sailboat across the ocean i don't really know where i'm gonna be in five years either so (laughs) i don't know where i'm gonna be five hours from now oh my gosh you know oh wait do i (laughs) i do have yes i know where i'm gonna be five hours from now (laughs) you're like it's in my calendar i got it it. it's written down (laughs) i have a few things on the schedule (laughs) but five years i mean like it's a very fair question um Mm it scares the shit out of me i'm not gonna oh, lie no <laughs> i mean knowing where i am five hours from now is scary to me. oh so my god five years no is just so daunting true. i'm like oh my god am i prepared for that yeah even? i really like that <laughs> <laughs> they just making weird faces and noises <laughs> i really like that you have more than one passion because i feel like a lot of the people on this podcast not to be like oh you only have one passion (laughs) but they like they put their entire life 
into music and like that's what they love to do yeah. and like that's everything to them which i think is amazing yeah can't relate but like right, right. just like having more than one passion is like cool for me to hear that you're like still exploring both of those because mm-hmm. i've always been like deciding not only like within the industry of like oh should i go like to the business side which i love or do sure. i like go to like the performance or the songwriting side right. which i also love but also just like i love writing and i love like journalism like and knowing that you're exploring two options simultaneously and kicking ass at both of them is so like, reassuring to hear that's cool oh i'm so glad that's really cool um yeah i mean definitely no knocks on people who devote their whole life no. to so- yeah. like music or so- one element of music even because there you're right there are so many options even in the music industry mm. that you could explore Mm -hmm. and why not limit yourself or why limit yourself Mm -hmm. um to one you Mm -hmm. know agreed yeah that's the thing that's like the silly thing it's almost like cliche to talk about but it's a silly thing of having to choose your major at 18 yeah right you know thinking that your life is gonna look one way and it just like you know i think it's just a natural (laughs) part of life (laughs) you know this fucking circle of life or whatever i don't know but like but to figure yeah to figure out gradually what you want to do and it doesn't it doesn't always have to be one thing your whole life that's a long time and you know like so i yeah like why why limit yourself to one thing and for me yeah but all the funny thing is for me is that i wasn't planning on doing music like this is so silly for me to be talking about my songwriting process. It's never something I pictured happening. So this is the part of my life that's surprising. That's not something I planned for. I was like, I freaked out in eighth grade and was like, God, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> like did my little prayers every night. I was like, what am I going to do? And I watched like move. Oh, I watched charade and charade is Audrey Hepburn and Cary Grant, right? Yeah. Audrey Hepburn is at plays a French English interpreter for the UN. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. it. That's what I want to do. And I was like, that's what I thought I wanted. I learned a couple languages and I still love using those languages sometimes. And like, I get to use those in my job and uh, during the day, but like also the other, my other love in languages, writing, writing mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. you know? So, and that's and a language within itself. Absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. It's, you know, and it's, it's a different part of maybe, oh God, I'm not going to pretend I know anything about this, the science of it, but I like you using a different part of maybe your brain and that kind yeah. of thing. But, you know, so <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's so cool to to go all in on one thing. Um, a lot of what keeps me back from doing that with music is fear, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, um, but a lot of the other piece of it is like kind of the fear of losing the other parts of my life that I really worked hard to get to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yes. So. I like that. You know, you need to have balance in life. Yeah. You know, the fun part and the maybe not so fun, but just as fulfilling part. Yeah. So I think that's cool. Yeah. I think that's valid. Thanks. Um, Just to finish off the podcast, um, a fun question. Why do you write songs? Well, yeah. I mean, we, I feel like, yeah, we, I feel like we did. Yeah. I, yeah. To process emotions, um, to journal, 
um, that's kind of what I already said. But I mean, like, it's it's pretty interesting because like there are a lot of different ways to journal, right? There there are a lot of you know, and uh, you know, I suppose traditionally or what one might think is is literally writing in a journal or you know, um, just your thoughts or whatever what you do for the day, um, and I. I don't know why I chose songwriting as my way to journal. You know, like, that's where it gets, like, I suppose deeper. Um, you know, I, that's the hard part. I, that's the question I haven't answered is why mm -hmm. songwriting of all the ways. Because I feel like it's a healthy habit to journal. Yeah. Um, I think, um... I think for me with that like I I I do believe in in God and higher being and I'm getting really deep with this but like I that. yeah great wonderful um I part of me thinks that like songwriting is some is a gift I was given and that I should share so like I think that was something that like there in my therapy process there's a that I've started to understand that it's something I meant to do so i mean part of i could really like delve deep into like total <laughs> like detailed reasons <laughs> but i mean in the end i think that's what it is and I, for me even if i wasn't sharing my songs as i hadn't been for years i i'll be writing mm. songs mm. you know it's just something i have to do oh that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so what song are you going to play for us today? Uh, I didn't really decide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I probably, I'm just going to go with, uh, so this song called Dreamiums 1. And so the EP coming out will be called Dreamiums. And so, um, and this is kind of the fun thing, something I kind of, mentioned was mm -hmm. being more intentional with planning out songs mm -hmm. recently especially in the last year um and i wrote a two song series Ooh. about my childhood yeah like about be kind of being in california and some of the feelings i had and i then they're both called geraniums and the core the lyrics of the choruses are the same yeah which is fun i was very intentional with that that's so cool so and that i thought w i would just play around with that kind of thing mm -hmm. um because i i always enjoy if i listen to an album like something that repeats in a yeah. different way that like you don't catch until uh, someone i think one of the open air people was talking about mm. like was it re it's it uh, an album that re rewards you for repeated listening mm. yeah isn't I that cool i love that idea yeah i yeah i was like yeah. yes that yes and so i love that and so i wanted to just experiment not thinking that like never thinking that people will actually listen to my songs <laughs> like not to like totally play it down but like yeah but like but like it not thinking like oh i'm a big deal and people are gonna repeatedly listen to my album because i'm a big deal but i mean like for my own like i suppose like logical pleasure of of writing songs like oh this would be a fun strategy of like two songs and so um anyway geraniums 
one is the first one I wrote. I wasn't sure how I was going to number them, but it mm. just turned out that one it was the one I wrote first, and then I wrote Geraniums two later. So really cool. yeah, I had the chorus for both kind of, and Geraniums two the chorus was kind of the only part of that was written for a while actually and i wanted to keep it mm. so um and see if i could complete it and i did eventually so yeah we're safe awesome yay okay well here's the song
<laughs> oh my gosh, that was so great. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I just, you're just such a wonderful person. I'm so glad you're on the <laughs> podcast. It's so fun. And I hope we get to know each other more and yeah, in the scene. And pl- let's play together. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited for the album EP whatever they're called these days <laughs> i know to come out <laughs> i'm you. so excited how Thanks many songs are going to be on it um six <sighs> that's perfect yeah, that's a great number <laughs> great number oh i'm so excited it's the number my brother would use to describe a lot of things he'd be like it's like six things <laughs> so it's a lot of songs six songs <laughs> that was like purposeful i love that no it wasn't oh. at all <laughs> i just bullshitted that right now <laughs> but it's true it's all the pieces are true (laughs) they're they're just put together awesome well it's been so great to have you thanks a lot for having me yeah i'm so glad i got to learn more about you and actually meet you in person because this was our first meeting not megan megan knows everyone yeah (laughs) i'm I'm just the friend (laughs) oh no Uh, well the songwriter diaries now has a website (laughs) megan's dancing and you can't see it um megan did all the work so everything that's good and everything that you're like "Eh, that could be better all that was megan yep (laughs) i didn't do anything because i don't have technological skills you have all the other skills so (laughs) that makes this podcast float (laughs) so go check that out um, and all of the info for Becky's album that's coming out is going to be linked somewhere in <laughs> the descriptions of things. And yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Check out the website and Woo. here's to season two. Woo. Woo. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>